0: Thank you, Pastor Karen. Um, Jesus is the King of Kings. He is the Lord of Lords. And that means that, as we looked at last week, uh, he has authority like no other. It's original authority. Whereby our authority is derived from him. Um, His has always been, and it always will be. And as, as Pastor Karen said, today's reading, it follows on from uh, from that of last week. Um, and if you remember, Jesus had just been preaching in the synagogue and driven out evil spirits. Today, as we pick up the telling of events, we hear that, that Jesus is with his disciples and they leave the synagogue and they go to Simon and Andrew's home where Simon's mother-in-law lay uh, ill. The very fact that... Jesus heals her, it's tantamount to to the fact that Jesus was uh, not, um, and he still isn't, concerned about only the spiritual, but also very much concerned about the physical as well. The act of healing, it, it, it reinforces the authority that we spoke about last week, but it also goes on to show power that Jesus has. One touch of his hand and the illness is gone. The fever is broken and and Simon's mother-in-law is up and about and serving the guests of the house. Many people after that were brought to Jesus. Many people came that day. The town gathered outside of the front door and uh, Jesus healed many. He drove out many demons. But what happens next is actually very key and something we really need to get to grips with. Very early in the morning, while it was still dark, Jesus got up, left the house and went off to a solitary place where he prayed. With everything that happened, all that's gone on that previous day, And with all that's gonna come in the new day and the, the days ahead, Jesus knew that this work, this ministry needed spiritual support. As the son of God, his connection with the father was so, so very important. He only wanted to do the things that he saw the father doing. And in his humanity, he still called out for strength to carry the cross. Or to drink from the cup see this this should call to all of us right now uh, whatever we're doing if we are truly doing it as though it is for the Lord as as Paul commends us to in uh, Colossians three seventeen, um, this very act of Jesus going away to a solitary place early in the morning uh, for him it could be any time for you Um, to connect, to receive, and to be strengthened for the journey ahead. This time that Jesus spent, it wasn't just a quick prayer. Uh, The language suggests it was lengthy. Uh, It was an intentional time that he'd set aside to be with the Father. And he went to a place where he would have quiet time, where he wouldn't be disturbed. Uh, a kind of a hiding place because when Simon found him he exclaimed everyone is looking for you I mean to be that good at retreating at finding a place of solitude it's not easy right now it's not easy ever but particularly right now and parents I feel your pain kids at home all the time Yes, the kids, they're a joy, they're a blessing. But sometimes you just kind of say, I want some space. Um, and you might be too tired after you've got the kids to bed. Or you've got all those chores to get on with and you get into bed too late to be able to get up early before the kids get up. And you're like, I just want some solitude. I just want some peace. I just want some time to connect with God alone time with God. And others who don't have kids at home. Um, I appreciate that, that this time is also a challenge for you because of many other things that can fill the calendar. And I can say for me personally, there's been times lately where I have felt, and the only way I can really sum it up is, spiritually lethargic. But when those times come, if you find yourself ever there, the best way to get out of it is to go to him in prayer. The spiritual battles, they continue, even now. And when thrown into the mix, the physical and the emotional trouble that we experience now because of of the COVID-19 pandemic, the weariness that's added into all of that. Let's remember the words that Jesus spoke in Matthew eleven, uh, verse twenty eight: "Come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest." And we're reminded of that again by Peter, as he writes in one Peter five seven. He instructs us to call on our to cast out all our anxiety, to call on Christ because He cares for us. See, Jesus is the anchor. He's the star which lights the path on a dark night. That's where our focus needs to be. And when it's not, we need to realign with him. And the best compass that we've got for that realigning, the best thing to direct us back to Jesus is his written word. It's the Bible. All that is burdening you. All that which causes you to be weary, to be spiritually lethargic. Take it to him in prayer, connect with his written word, and allow him to lead you out of it. Cast it upon him, because he will carry it, he can carry it, so that you don't have to. So that you're free to concentrate on one thing. Following him. That was what his call to the first disciples was, if you remember. Come, follow me. And that's what he's saying to you right now, today. Come, follow me. Jesus says, come, follow me because I am who I say I am. I am the king of kings. All the power and authority, it rests with me. And I'm concerned about you. I'm concerned about your physical state and your spiritual state. Come and follow me. Because I'm the bread of life. I'm the best water that you're ever going to taste. The only water that is going to possibly quench your thirst. So in knowing that this is all true, in knowing that Jesus is the one whom the prophets have spoken about, why does he not allow the demons to speak as he drives them out? Why does he not allow them to share with the world who he truly is, as Karen read? Simply, he says to them, do not speak because now is not the time for them to know. They need to discover it for themselves, not to be just told by the demons. In his being able to control those demons, we're reminded, again, of that authority and that power over all things. The things that are of this world and the things that are of the spiritual world. Jesus, he didn't want, and he still doesn't want, people to follow him based on what uh, the demons say. He reveals himself to us when we are ready to hear it. And he shares with us his identity when we are ready to really accept it. But on the other hand, uh, Satan doesn't want this. He's out to disrupt the, Christ's plan. He wants people to follow Christ for what they can get out of it. Not because of who he is as the Messiah, as the Son of God, but for what he can do for them. So the challenge for us today is this. How can we collectively and you individually help people to see jesus for who he is not for what he can give them but for who he is that he is the lord that he is the son of the living god and not just a man from the past who did some wonderful things or a man with power and authority today that can give them something that they want is the season that we are in as we battle with the problems of this world the spiritual attacks keep coming and keep coming and we've got to remain faithful to following Christ wherever he is leading us wherever that may be see Jesus is calling us to follow him Are you prepared to, to come on that journey? Not to deviate to the left or the right, but to fix your eyes on Jesus and to go where he leads you. He's asking, do you trust me? He's saying, stick with me. Even when the response might be, but why are we going here? Surely there's a better way to get where we need to be. Surely there's somewhere nicer than right here. For this very reason, following Jesus isn't easy. Many of you will know that. Many of you are still maybe to experience some of the troubles that come in following Jesus. And I think that there's more troubles to come from those who truly follow Jesus. We've been pretty blessed so far in America, in other places across the world, also have some of that blessing. But more difficulty is coming for those who want to truly stand firm on the word of God and choose to follow Jesus. It's not gonna be easy. Think of that reading today. Jesus' response to everyone who is looking for us, looking for him, everyone's looking for him. And he says to them, let's go somewhere else. He says, let's go somewhere else. Why does he say that? Because he doesn't want the disciples to be with the crowd. He wants to be investing in the disciples. He wants to be steering them where they need to be going and not having them be influenced by the crowd. Because Jesus is more interested in the quality of the inward response of his people than he is at the quantity of those gathered in the crowd. It's not the number of people who go with us, not the number of people who go with you as you follow Christ, it's the quality that is within them as they respond to the message that you have been given by Christ to share with them. St John we're committed to making disciples that can make disciples. It's something which has in the past created problems for us yes and I'm sure we're gonna see some more problems come as we keep committing to it. The state of the church across America is changing are we responding to that how are we in this age looking to make disciples that can make disciples but as we reach out to find the people who God is calling us to just remember quality over quantity faithful following over festival fever it's not about the crowd Let's not get rushed up. Let's not get heated. Let's not be influenced by the masses. Let's keep our eyes fixed on Jesus and go where he is leading us. Let's pray. Lord, we come to you. Comforter, healer, strength giver and we ask as we say yes to you as we say yes to following you that you help us to stay the course that you provide for us that blanket of protection Around us and those whom we love, who we're taking on that journey with us, keep the enemy far from us. And as we truly say yes to you, keep speaking, and keep us in your word as we listen and confirm it where it is you take us and what it is you're saying to us. So we know as we respond, we are responding faithfully and not caught up in a crowd mentality. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. As we prepare now to come in uh, to receive from him at his table, we're going to sing, come to the table.